0: I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not like I'm not trying, Rohinsky. I'm trying hard. Live from Beit Shemesh and broadcasted around the world, you are listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Naham Klegman. Interviews and advice from Jewish entrepreneurs from around the world. Listen, Listen. learn, be Masliach. Welcome to episode 54 of the From Entrepreneur. Yes, it's been a while. Yes, I feel bad. Yes, I'm sorry. And yes, I want to do more interviews. In this episode, we'll go through exactly what happened. And I hope you're inspired by the story. And I hope you're understanding a little bit. And uh, really, it's a lesson in entrepreneurship. And so I think this uh, will be very valuable to uh, almost all of you. And I'll let you know exactly what happened. So as you know, I started the podcast called The From Entrepreneur, and I started it really at a downtime in my entrepreneurial career. I had just gone through a very, uh, I guess, uh, toll-taking venture in creating an an apparel company. It had taken over two years plus of my life, uh, plus uh, a lot of my own money invested, as well as others. It was a project I was passionate about, but no matter what I tried to do, and how hard I tried, and how hard I pushed, I couldn't get it to work. Uh, Not always to my own fault. I had nightmares uh, in China, I had investors that were a nightmare to work with, and uh, really screwed us up in the end, but it was a project I was passionate about, and I loved, and after it all came crashing down after putting more than two years and uh, six figures into the company, multiple six figures into the company. It was, uh, uh, I had to let it go, which is always hard as an entrepreneurship. As an entrepreneur, we all know that not every project and every business you start is going to be successful. and But it had taken such a toll on me that I wanted to take a break. You know, I didn't want to start a new company right away. I wanted to take some time to regroup, to think, and I really wanted to help other people that had gone that uh, uh, that I can learn from my mistakes and that I can learn uh, and from my successes, and that I could learn from other entrepreneurs as well. And so I decided to get into podcasting and to start this podcast. I figured, you know, by interviewing other uh, successful entrepreneurs, I'd be able to learn both from myself and to share the knowledge with others. And uh, that's what we did. And I interviewed, I think, close to 50 entrepreneurs, and I still get messages, you know, uh, from people telling me how much they enjoyed the episode, how much they've learned from it. And I myself had learned and gained a lot from it as well. And they say, and it's true, that if you want to come up with a good product idea, you should do something that fulfills a need. And I discussed this uh, in, in my book, The From Entrepreneur, and which you can still get in stores today or on Amazon, and um, it's true to to a very large extent, and that is exactly what happened to me in my last venture, and the venture that I'm working on now, which is called Book Like a Boss. Now, a lot of you by now probably have heard of it. Um, If not, I'm happy to tell you about it. Oh, by the way, there's a special right now. Actually, you could always get a special. If you go to Book Like... Those of you who are listening to this, that means you're a friend of mine, so if you're a friend of mine, go to booklikeaboss.com slash and you always get a 50% discount. Don't uh, share that publicly, but for you guys that are listening, it's uh, special for you. But let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's get to the beginning. So I had taken a break from entrepreneurship. I decided to start this podcast, and I started to do some consulting where I would be able to help people that wanted to start a business or had an idea, help them develop it or help them know that it's probably not a good idea, and I was getting, you know, because of the podcast, because of the book, I was getting weekly emails and messages from people saying, hey, can I take you out for coffee? Can I, you know, take an hour of your time? Can, you know, take you out for lunch? And it was hard for me, you know, honestly, to tell people, oh, yes, by the way, I charge $200 an hour. It was like an awkward type thing because A, I love helping people. B, in the past, um, I was helping people for free. And I really wish I could uh, help people free, but at this point in my career, this was my Parnassa. And I said, you know, I wish there was an easy way that when someone contacted me and said, hey, can I take you out for a cup of coffee? Can I take an hour of your time? That I could just say, yeah, sure. Here's a link to my page, my booking page. And you can You will be able to, um, you know, learn more about me, be able to see the services that I offer, the consulting packages, and you'll be able to book me using my calendar and pay for it all in one place. That way, it saved me the back and forth and going on email and trying to arrange times and the awkwardness of saying, oh, by the way, you know, I charged my money. And then people being like, oh, I thought you just helped me. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. You know, just something that made it very clear. And was very easy, and it was also easy for me to track my business, to see when my appointments were, to see who my clients were, um, you know, my notes, my history of my business, all those different things. And I looked around, and there really was no software that enabled me to do this. Um, and what happened was I tried to do it on WordPress, but WordPress, and I had built a bunch of WordPress sites before, and I've worked with WordPress experts. But the problem with WordPress is that, yeah, you could build a page, you could try to get a calendar app, then you have to integrate it with Stripe, integrate it with PayPal, and I wanted videos, and I wanted pictures, and I wanted FAQs, and I wanted it clean and crisp, and I wanted to look beautiful on mobile, since mobile is so important today. And after spending dozens of hours trying to do this, I said, forget it, no way I could do it on my own. And I wasn't about to spend thousands of dollars just to create a simple booking page. As I'm thinking about this and about this need that I have, I get an email from Rabbi Dan Roth from TorahLive.com. And Rabbi Dan forwarded me an email from his sister, who's a masseuse and a frat. And she said to her brother, Hey, do you know of any type of software? I'm not technically inclined. Um, I'm looking for an easy way I could just put up that these are the massages I offer. Here's my calendar. They could book me for a massage and pay for it all in one place. Does anything like this exist? And he forwards me this email and says, Hey, Reb Nachum, do you know of anything like this? And I was like, wow, you know what? If I myself as a business consultant has no idea, you know, has this need, and here is a woman from Efrat that has this need for her business, I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be, you know, tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of other people that has the same need as well. And I started thinking about this and doing more research and seeing what else was out there, and there really was no simple system, simple platform that anybody can, within minutes, just create a page, put in their calendar, list their services, and get paid for their bookings. And so, as I'm thinking about this, and this is really crazy because, you know, it's, uh, you know, everything is the Hashmayah. And there's a tremendous amount of shkola practice in this story, and there's a lot of things that happen in this story that would blow your mind that I'm just not able to tell, because it could uh, it could include some lashon hara or it could include you know some private things. But when you you know my partner David uh, David Yudkowitz, when we look back at the story, uh, the full story, um, which actually has connections to my apparel company in an interesting way, but when we look back. And we, we see the tremendous amount of Shekacha protests that happened, things that seem like so bad and so negative to us. You know, looking, you know, actually now, November 30th, it'll be two years since I came to David with this idea. But so I wish I could tell you all the details, but just know that there's tremendous amount of Shekacha protests and everything that happens. And some and a lot of times when things seem bad, there really are uh, for the best. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, David and I are able to uh, look back, and, even, and our third part uh, partner, co founder Lloyd Schroeder, also able to look back and really uh, get enough from the whole story and how everything just has been uh, turning out so far. But so, what happened was, as I was having this idea, David Yudkowitz, bec- who is a top of the line, incredible CTO, programmer, friend, Bentora, um, anything and everything I could possibly want in a partner, he became available. And on November 30th, 2015, I pitched him on this idea. I I think we were coming out of Marv, I guess. I think so. I think we are coming out of Marv. And I was telling him this idea. Yeah, I think we are coming out of Marv. And I was telling him this idea, and he says, I love it. I want to do it. Let's do it. And so I went home, and I wrote down a list of this idea of how I thought it was going to work and what it should do. And we started building it. And then we started developing it, and um, <laughs> we, we were doing this for a while. We did this for about three or four months, and we realized that we needed a designer to come on board. And so we went, and through other, uh, other, uh, through tremendous kachal we were able to get Lloyd Schroeder, who was just finishing uh, up a job, um, a big job, like a big, uh, like six month job, I think, uh, consultant job at a big startup here in uh, big chemish area and as he became avi- he became available and it's funny he was having a going away uh, breakfast or something at Aroma not aroma at uh, cafe Ramon and so we made up to meet him right after uh, his breakfast was over so Dovin and I went there he was finishing his breakfast with all his colleagues and it was at green smoke by the way and he came uh, and sat down with us and within like 20 minutes, he was like, okay, I'm in. And so the three of us then spent the next year plus building out this software, um, which is painstaking. <laughs> you know, there's different ways to uh, get a startup off the ground. And I had done many times the idea, taking an idea, putting together some mock-ups, and then pitching in, trying to raise money, and then hire developers And I didn't really want to do that this time. This time, I said, you know what? I want to build something. And my partners agreed where we are the bosses. We are in charge. And that we're going to bootstrap this thing as long as it takes till we get to revenue. And we won't even think about raising money until we get to revenue. That way, when we raise money, we're raising it as bosses, raising it not because we need to, but because we want to. And we were going to build this company in a way where we would never have to take an investment, only we would take the investment if it made sense to grow the company. And, and that's what we did. So the problem was, or not the problem, but one of the growing pains we had is that, well, we still had to support ourselves. So, you know, David had to take um, some also consulting programming gigs, and Lloyd was still managing his clients, and we were all, and I was uh, doing my consulting. And we were all doing uh, the stuff, on building Book Like a Boss on the side. And we did this for more than a year until May 2017. And in May 2017, a tremendous thing happened. We got involved with a company called AppSumo. AppSumo is basically a deal site for uh, online software where you offer an unbelievable deal. And... Um, and and uh, they'll send it out to their list, and they have a reach of almost a million people. And so we launched with Absumo. Uh, the founder is uh, Noah Kagan. Some of you may have heard of him. He's become a, a good friend of mine. He's an incredible, incredible yid. And he and so uh, Absumo is. Um, uh, they we did a deal with them. They actually helped us fine tune our product, which is amazing because. They only take like 60 products a year, and they get thousands, literally thousands of uh, people emailing them and trying to get their products on the platform, but they really love what we're doing, They and, and they've seen everything, and they said, you know what? You guys are really onto something special here, and they even helped us tweak it, you know, telling us that, hey, if you do the X, Y, and Z, you'll probably end up getting like 50% more sales, and so we actually pushed off our launch to May. It was originally... I think it's supposed to be in March or April, maybe March. And um, but it was worth waiting for, and we launched it in May. And in about three weeks, we did over two hundred thousand dollars in sales. Now we went from you know having maybe a couple hundred users to having uh, close to five thousand. From working with just a couple of countries to having over forty countries, people from over forty countries, we had. You know, and all baruch hashem. It was all, it was an unbelievable three-week period with very little sleep. We're all pumped up, but it proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that what we were building was something that people needed and wanted, and so we knew we were onto something um, pretty big. And people, you know, and it was men, it was women, it was older people, younger people, through hundreds of different use cases that were using our software. And it was really just out of beta. And, you know, since then, we've been adding on more features. We we know exactly uh, how many, um, you know, what what is it that people want, what features they want. And we know that as we continue to build out the product, you know, people, um, you know, pe- uh, people are using it more and they're loving it. And the feedback has just been absolutely phenomenal. And. You know, they always say again, I just want to reiterate about how the best ideas come from a real need. And that's just the case here. I had this need. I saw someone else had this need. We looked, and that there was no other uh, sufficient way to fill this need in an easy and simple way. And so we built it. Now, I'm not going to tell you we're a multi million dollar company yet. I guess on paper, maybe that's true, but, you know, we still have a long way to go. We're still like really in our first year of marketing. Um, and, you know, we do have, you know, thank God, thousands and thousands of clients and people that really, really love the product. And we feel so blessed to be part of this uh, journey, you know, having such great partners. And, you know, Hashem Mamas sh- is uh, showing us Yisraeli every step of the way. And, but we still have a long way to go. And we're building this out. And uh, we did take um, a small investor a few months ago. To help pour uh, some oil on this fire, and um, that's what's going on now. What happened was is because, um, you know, of, of the startup, I had to really focus on the startup. Everybody, you know, the whole uh, team, especially since May, really had, uh, and really since it was before that, because we knew about two months in advance that we we're going to go on AppSumo. So uh, you know, from maybe March. Um, We had to really start focusing, and of course, as we went from a few hundred customers to thousands of customers, the support, the uh, building out the product, everything just takes a lot of focus, and I was not able to focus on this podcast anymore, which, again, I apologize for. I would like to do it. I would like to, again, start interviewing people again, but we just keep growing, um, and there's just so much more to do. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's definitely close to my heart, so I definitely want to continue doing this. But one of the other lessons I want to uh, go over, and is something I, I, I speak about in my book as well, is that Hashem, you know, built, the, built this world that we're supposed to work, meaning according to the natural way of things. And so if you want to build a big business, you have to have a proper clea. You have to have build a proper foundation that it could become a huge success. Now, obviously, success and failure is all in Hashem's hands. book like a boss could absolutely fail. It happens to, you know, thousands of companies, uh, you know, probably every month. If Hashem wants it to fail, it doesn't matter how hard we work, it'll fail. If Hashem wants it to succeed, then no matter how little we work, it'll succeed. So you have to find the right combination between Muna, Emunah, Um But ultimately, you know, success is only in Hashem's hands. And... You know, we see this as a very promising company, and we see continued growth uh, every day. But, you know, Hashem could decide, hey, you know what, ultimately it's not what's best for us, and Hashem could close it down. And, you know, we hope that doesn't happen. I mean, Davin doesn't happen, but it's a reality of being in the business world. You know, they say that people that get a monthly paycheck, um, you know, <laughs> they, they have more problems in Muna because they tend to lie to... to Believe that their their parnasa comes from their monthly paycheck, whereas when you're an entrepreneur, especially in the startup world, you know <laughs> every day is full of nisayons, and you momish, you always gotta turn your eyes to Sh- to Hashem and ask uh, for your success. So, when it comes to so, and this is I want to talk a little bit about building a SaaS company, because SaaS, which um, stands for software as a service, you've probably you've definitely seen companies like this, like Book Like a Boss, where basically you get software that you pay a monthly or yearly fee for. And uh, it's called a uh, SaaS startup, and it's a great, great business model. And I love it more, and I started to talk about it more in terms of if you're going to develop an idea, try to develop something in the software space. And simply because, you know, we don't have to worry like, and this is coming, you know, from manufacturing apparel. My last, bi- my last business, which was a, again a nightmare, especially dealing with China. You know, I don't have to wait for. I don't have to manufacture anything. I don't have to wait for shipping. You know, I don't have to worry about is a is you know an article of clothing going to come out uh, damaged. You know, I don't have to worry about shipping or warehousing or anything like that. Software is you build it and you improve on it and then it costs the same for to send it to a hundred people as it does to send it to a million people so when you build a software product and you're fulfilling a need it has potential to you know really grow like crazy and you could then do it in other languages and geared towards uh, other niches and you know we've seen a lot of opportunity with uh With the company, of course, now there's always challenges and there's always growing pains and growing challenges as there is with any other startup. And especially, you know, in the uh, in the software industry, you know, do you hire more developers? Developing still takes time. Meanwhile, you got to keep your clients happy. How are you going to get how are you going to market it? How are you going to get it out there? You know, there's always a ton of work, tons of different things you got to do. Raise money. Do you decide to raise money? You know, how fast do you want to grow? Can you handle the growth? So much that goes on with it. But in terms of building a business, you know, there's nothing that I've seen that's like software, especially software as a service. You make it affordable to people. that could pay you monthly or, or yearly. And, you fulfill, again, you fulfill a need. And the software is already there. And, you know, you'll hear those uh, stories about how you just want to go to sleep at night and wake up and make money while you're sleeping. Well, Blue Eye and Heart, that, that's been happening to us. Every day, you know, you wake up in the morning, you see what orders have come in overnight. And the idea is also try to automate the system so that when somebody comes home, you know, you drive traffic to your site. You capture that traffic. You put them into what's called a sales funnel. And you try to push them to sign up and to get into one of your paid plans. And then you try to get them to market your product for you by using your product. Or by having affiliates, and affiliate partners, and we have almost a thousand uh, affiliate partners with us. And um, that's the that's the name of the game. Try to automate everything as po- you know, fill fill a need. Try to automate the system as much as possible, and just keep improving the product. And um, you know, I think you know, there, I think that's those of you who are considering starting a company. Now, again, I'm not a technologist. I'm an entrepreneur i've always besides the apparel company i've always done things in the online or you know technology space you know for the last 20 years or so but i'm not a technology guy i don't know <laughs> you know thank god I, you know baruch Hashem, i've been blessed with tremendous partners that that you know no programming and that no design um you know you have to know what you're good at and uh but so you know if you come up with a with an idea you know, for software, you don't have to f- first, you know, teach yourself how to code. You could find someone that knows how to code. And it becomes a question whether you should raise money or use your own funds to hire somebody to program or to code, you know, your first MVP, your minimal viable product, minimum viable product. Um, or you should find a co-founder, which is not always easy, to find a co-founder like I did that, you know, was, was so talented and so skilled and it was able to put in a half a day or, you know, for more than a year to really get this product show off the ground, uh, his mom, she It you know, it's not easy to find, but you could, you could I mean, you can find them out there. And if, and if you're a programmer, if you're a great programmer, you know, I'm sure there are entrepreneurs out there that, you know, have good ideas that you could, you know, maybe develop together. If you are a programmer, and you're looking for a co-founder, or, if, uh, or, if, or you're looking for an idea, contact me, you know, there's, I definitely know some good entrepreneurs and actually have a couple other good ideas myself. Um, But anyway, but that's the message. That's the story. So again, I want to apologize for not putting out more podcast episodes. I hope to do more in the future. Uh, But we're living in exciting times entrepreneurial wise. There's lots of potential out there. And so uh, you know, as long as you you know put things in proper perspective realize that everything is manishamaym and putting your tefilas um, try to find that need try to find trying to find that you know it's always fun that you get a good idea and you want to put it out there you know you hope that people will the product will go viral that's so hard to do and it's very rare of course you always hear about the companies that you know made it so big but you know how many companies can you say like that can you name 20 30 but there are hundreds of thousands of companies and startups that try to get out there again the best way to do it is to find a real need that's not being serviced or find a need that's being serviced uh, but maybe you could do it faster or better um, or cheaper than anyone else anyway that's my story that's the book like a boss story thank you again for always listening to the podcast and listening to the episodes and i hope to uh put out some more soon Thank you for listening to the From Entrepreneur podcast with Nahum Kligman. We hope you learned something valuable and will share this with your friends. For show notes, archives of previous episodes, and more information to help you start and grow your business, please visit our website, www.fromentrepreneur.com. Listen, learn, be Masliak.